Friday, February 1st, 2019. You are listening to the Daily Dose Sports Podcast, and I am your host, Clint Daly, coming to you from the Mile High City here in Denver, Colorado. You know, we get together every single weekday. We talk sports with a dose of common sense. We are happy to have you joining us here today. Happy Friday to you. Yes, now it is February. Can't believe it's already February, but don't forget that tomorrow is Groundhog Day. So if I have this straight, if NFL referees see Puxatani Phil's shadow and fail to throw a flag, then I think the New Orleans Saints are in for six more weeks of whining. Something like that. I don't know. Groundhog Day is a little bit confusing to me. I know this. I know that with that polar vortex that is giving a good portion of North America such freezing cold temperatures, hey, Phil had better be real careful with what he sees tomorrow. If he makes the wrong call tomorrow morning, there are going to be some folks taking shots at poor Phil. Phil, you might want to pick up some Kevlar before the morning because you could be in trouble if you bring back the wrong weather report. Hey, if you'd like to contact us, tell us what your favorite rodent is to shoot. We would love to hear from you. Hit us up on email, dailydosesports at gmail.com or go find us over on Facebook or Twitter. Both of those handles are at dailydosesports. Doesn't have to be groundhog or rodent related maybe you've got a suggestion for the show maybe you have a comment bring it we would love to hear what it is you have to say also make sure that you stop by tpublic.com where you can find the latest daily dose gear just search daily dose when you get there scroll down until you see our logo and there you can find a number of daily dose items from t-shirts to hoodies to stickers to notebooks they have quality merchandise over there they will ship it to you quickly so make sure that you stop by tpublic.com and pick up some of our daily dose gear hey today on the show we do have a few breaking sports stories we need to cover today and then we're going to be finishing our recap of the 2018 nfl season and today we will also be giving you our picks for super bowl 53 which of course is going to be taking place on sunday speaking of which you know We talked about it a little earlier in the week. The American Gaming Association is estimating that Americans will be betting over $6 billion on that game. And, you know, I was thinking about this. Maybe we should take a look at a few of the prop bets that are out there. Just in case, I don't know, maybe some of our Daily Dose listeners were considering laying a few bucks down on the game. Of course, we know the New England Patriots are favored by three points over the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday. Patriots quarterback Tom Brady is the favorite to win the MVP, according to Vegas. Next is Rams quarterback Jared Goff, of course, because we know it's probably going to be a quarterback. And that makes sense. But there are a few other bets out there, too, that Vegas is putting a line on. Let's look at a few of the more interesting ones that we saw. Now, one of the things they have out there, who will the Super Bowl MVP thank first in their speech? Right now, you can bet $175 to win $100 that the first people they will thank will be their teammates. It is plus 190 that they will thank God. It is plus 200 that they will thank Giselle. (laughs) Just something to keep in mind. Another line Vegas is offering, how many times will the broadcast mention Rams head coach Sean McVay's age? Of course, we know Sean McVay's a young guy. How many times will the broadcast team bring up his age? The over-under is at 1.5 right now. Kind of keep that in the back of your mind. How many times will the broadcast team mention Patriots head coach Bill Belichick's breasts? That is also at 1.5. Interesting line that Vegas is offering there. What will be the first song performed at halftime by Maroon 5? Couple of options here. One More Night is the favorite. Then Makes Me Wonder comes in next. Finally, Sugar comes in 
at number three of songs that they think Maroon 5 will open with. Now, the next line is kind of interesting. How many songs will be played during halftime total? They are saying between Maroon 5 and guests that come up and join them, the over-under is 7.5. How would you bet on that one? Might be kind of interesting. And then one more line considering the halftime show. How many songs will be played during halftime that any of us actually like? Over under is 0.5. So, I mean, take that for whatever it's worth. A couple other things I saw Vegas offering a line on. Will the Super Bowl team visit the White House? It's kind of interesting. We know some of the ties that especially the New England Patriots have had with Donald Trump. Would they visit the White House? Yes is a minus 150. No is actually a plus 110 on how you want to bet. Kind of interesting. And then this last line that we saw from Las Vegas. If the Super Bowl team does visit the White House, will Taco Bell be served at the White House dinner? And that is a yes, minus 150, and no, plus 110 as well. I don't know. Some interesting lines coming out of Vegas. You are always taking your life in your own hands when you throw some money down on some of these games. Hey, we are going to get to our Super Bowl picks with our friend Larry in just a few minutes. But first, we do have a couple of breaking news items that we do need to get to. Starting off in the NBA, the big news is that the Dallas Mavericks are trading for New York Knicks resident unicorn, Kristaps Porzingis. They are saying the Knicks get Wesley Matthews, Dennis Smith Jr., and DeAndre Jordan, and they will also get two future first-round picks. Meanwhile, the Mavericks get Porzingis, they get Courtney Lee, and they get Tim Hardaway Jr. Now, can I just say this? If the NBA was running the Knicks today, like they were the New Orleans Hornets back in the day when they blocked that Chris Paul to the Lakers trade, they might ban this trade because this is a horrible trade for the Knicks. But the Knicks are so bad right now, I think they're looking at this and saying, hey, we got a great deal. Forget the fact they're going to botch both of those draft picks. Don't even worry about that. They're looking at it and saying, hey, we got rid of Tim Hardaway Jr. That's big money. Kristaps Porzingis was about to be due a huge contract, so we got rid of that too. And now maybe we have made some room to go out there and sign Anthony Davis. Here's the problem with that thinking. Anthony Davis says he wants to go to a championship contender. What about the New York Knicks would make anyone think they're anywhere near close to contending for a championship? Right now, the New York Knicks might be, might be, they're in the conversation for worst run team in pro sports. Contemplate that for a minute. That's pretty bad. Meanwhile, the Mavericks get Kristaps Porzingis and they have Dirk Nowitzki to help work with him. That's a pretty good move for the Dallas Mavericks. We'll see where that all goes. And one story we probably should talk about, it's not getting a lot of coverage, especially, you know, on the big sports network. I think we all know the big sports network I mean. But the University of Missouri has been hit with multiple sanctions, including a one-year postseason ban for their football program. This stems, of course, from academic violations. The NCAA announced the Division I Committee on Infractions panel found a former Missouri tutor violated NCAA rules on ethical conduct, academic misconduct, and academic extra benefits by completing coursework for 12 athletes. Punishment for these violations includes, like I said, a postseason ban for the football team this next year, 5% reduction in scholarships for football, baseball, and softball teams during the 2019-2020 academic year, and vacation of records in three sports that those student-athletes competed in while they should have been academically ineligible. Of course, Missouri says they're going to appeal this decision. Couple thoughts on this, though. First off, I kind of forgot that Clemson quarterback Kelly Bryant 
who was not getting any playing time, had decided to transfer to Missouri. Remember, he was getting benched for Trevor Lawrence back at Clemson, so he said, hey, I'm going to be senior. I'm going to Missouri. Oh, Kelly Bryant, I just feel so bad for this kid. He couldn't even draw a break here. He goes to Missouri, and now they're in trouble. But aside from that, and yes, we see Missouri, who was acting like, hey, we just moved to the SEC, and it was a piece of cake. Well, it must not have been that easy, or you wouldn't have been cheating. But again, here was the biggest thing that stands out to me about this. We see Missouri get blasted for having a tutor doing some work for players. Fair enough. Missouri was cheating. They deserve it. Meanwhile, the University of North Carolina had a completely fraudulent class that players were pretending to take and getting credit for it, and they've never gotten anything whatsoever. Roger Goodell thinks the NCAA should make more sense when it comes to handing out punishment. (laughs) What a bizarre world we live in. The NCAA is, again, completely clueless. Hey, coming back, we will be finishing up our recap of the 2018 NFL season with our friend Larry, and then we will be giving you our picks for Super Bowl 53. So all week, we have been recapping the 2018 NFL season We've been looking back at each team in the league, going division by division and seeing how they look this year and a little bit of how their future might look. We now have just one more division to go. We need to finish with the AFC West. And then today on The Dose, we will be making our picks for Super Bowl 53. So let's jump back into that conversation right now. All right, let's move on from the NFC West. Let's finish up with our last division. Okay. We've got the AFC West. Yep. Kansas City Chiefs had their best season in years. They were literally one offsides penalty from going to the Super Bowl. But in the end, the Chiefs season ended like it always does in bitter disappointment. Of course, they lost an overtime heartbreaker to the New England Patriots at Arrowhead Stadium of all places. But all season, we saw this offense doing some amazing things. We saw this defense doing some amazing things in a different way. All year we kept saying, hey, that defense had better start figuring some things out. And all season, we heard the Chiefs saying, hey, this defense is better than you think. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's worse than you think. And, hey, that defense came back to bite them in the end, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. Th- that was it. So yep. so they'll spend time and energy in this offseason trying to figure that out. Kansas City is going to be, they're going to be tough to deal with. You would think so. They sure should be. They've got they have everything. All the offensive weapons that yep. you could possibly uh, want. And in almost every game in our division in the AFC West, that'll win those games. Yeah. It's just when you're going against those other teams. It's when you're going against, you know, the best teams yep. in the league that it's not going to be the you know, they they'll they'll have to figure that out. But you know, Mahomes is like the Elway of the 80s. Oh, he's a stud. We are in. A huge upside. We are in for, uh, you know. We sure a, should be. A, a lot of problems. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, no. and every other team in the, you know, in the West is too. You have to face this guy twice a year. Yep. It's not going to be fun. No. He's going to be good. Yeah. They, if they figure out anything defensively, they're going to be really, really good. They should be good for years to come. Yep. Kansas City Chiefs. uh Wow, they were right there. They were right. They should have been going to the Super Bowl. Didn't quite get it done. That's the Chiefs for you. And I don't even really know how they reconcile that. I don't either. Except to blame it on the defense. 
but right. they but they can't. I think they're a young team, and and so they'll figure it out, right? Like so, Kansas City fired their defensive coordinator. Yep. They'll get a new one. I don't know if that'll change things. I don't know if it will either, because right. you either have people or you don't. Right. I don't think it was just scheme. Right. I sometimes wonder if the offense was at the detriment of the defense sometimes. Yeah. Because you put them back out there on the field so quickly because you score so fast. There's no it's doubt like about that. Denver in 2013. <laughs> it's very similar. Your defense gets hammered. And so what are you gonna do? No. You go Tell your offense to there. shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> have more running plays. Right. No, they might have to you play a little to- more ball control or something because the, yeah, the Chiefs ended up losing. And honestly, they look to me like the most talented team at the end of the season. They should have won it all, and they were unable to do so. Coming in next in the AFC West, we have the Los Angeles Chargers who finally avoided eliminating themselves from playoff contention in the first month of the season. They waited longer than that, at least. They actually even won a playoff game this year. Things are going to be different for the Chargers this year, right? But then in the divisional round, we saw Phillip Rivers doing Phillip Rivers things in the postseason. Yeah. He sucked the whole game. He got hurt. He put up some late garbage numbers, so it looks like he was better in the playoff game than he really was. But the Chargers still can't win a big playoff game. They just got taken out by the Patriots. That's all. You know, they just – you saw flashes of the Chargers throughout the year where – you know, they, they won maybe a couple tight games, which we normally don't right. ever. Usually they, they lose those. Right. Yeah. So they won though a couple of those, and then they won the games that they were supposed to win. And and at times they looked like world beaters. But, um, you know, when you're not used to playing in the playoffs no. and you don't, and not everybody understands what goes into it, I think that's what we saw with them. Larry, I know Phillip Rivers is a good quarterback. Yeah. He is. He's a really good quarterback. I, I would like Philip Rivers. Yeah. If you if you're looking at quarterbacks, you want that guy in your team. Right. Here's a question for you. Sure. In the playoff, you got a playoff game to win. You have to win this playoff game. Okay. I'm going to give you a couple options. Okay. Philip Rivers. Yeah. Trent Dilfer. <laughs> Boomer Esiason. Jim Plunkett. Who would you rather have? Because I got news for you. It's not Philip Rivers. <laughs> Because in the postseason, those other guys win more games than he does, and that's really disturbing to think about. And I don't know why that is. He's good. I'm not saying he's not good. I just yeah. Come playoff time, Philip doesn't get it done. I don't. Maybe he's too high, yeah, strong. Or I don't know what that is. I uh, tend to think it's. Uh, I wouldn't put as much on him. Yeah. So a playoff, you know, a playoff win just isn't the quarterback. No. When you have a when you have a team. I'm not sure what Philip Rivers has had to work with in the past. Right. I know what he was working with this year. Yeah. And it had, certainly would seem that this year. it certainly would seem yeah, that that he had more talent. He, this this offensive team or John Elway's eighties Broncos oh God, teams. Geez. You see what I'm saying. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Okay. Philip yeah. should probably be producing more than he is, and I don't I yeah. don't know why he's not, but yep. Speaking of those Denver Broncos, our beloved Denver Broncos are up next. And this season was a microcosm of the Vance Joseph era. There's some talent. They win a couple games they probably shouldn't win. Right. But there's not enough talent. And they make a ton of mental mistakes. And they lose games that they shouldn't lose. Broncos go 6-10. and They fire Joseph. They hire Chicago Bears defensive coordinator Vic Fangio. I don't know what the Broncos are going to do. Yeah, it's Vic Fangio, everybody. 
Is this is this thing on? Vic Fangio, I said. Did everybody hear Vic Fangio? Yeah. I don't know what the Broncos are going to do. Are they going to draft like a quarterback with their top pick? I I don't know. Is is John Elway on the hot seat? I don't know. Is this whole ownership situation going to just go in the toilet any sec? I don't know. There are some questions about our Denver Broncos is what I'm saying. This is the most, and not just because it, it, it's me and you, but this is the most interesting team in the league right now. I don't know what to even expect. We have a Hall of Fame quarterback as our general manager. Yeah. Beloved Hall of Fame quarterback. We we don't have an owner. No. The owner is so sick, it's in his foundation's name, but he can't like, he can't make any decisions. So it's all in this foundation that we don't even really know who's involved in the foundation. It's a really weird right. almost like a like a living will sort of situation set up. Right. So so you, no one knows who's cutting the checks. No. And what is the NFL about? Money. Exactly. From the player all the way through everybody. Everybody else. So in my view, it's tenuous. Very. It's nerve wracking. Yeah. Last year we had a great draft. Gary Ku- Gary Kubiak's gone. And from what I understand, his he his fingerprints were all over that draft. Yep. So what now? No idea. Right. Are, are we are we going to be picking another Paxton Lynch? See, that's my concern. Yeah, I hope they have somebody in yeah. personnel that's going to tell John Elway, "You were a great quarterback. Yeah, I think you're a really good businessman. You're really, really horrible at evaluating quarterbacks." Well, you know, John Elway was a pretty good quarterback, right? The problem that he had was that he never had to be coached. No, he was that guy, right? He was that freak athlete that not only was amazing physically he wanted to be great in every aspect of his life so he made himself be great yeah you don't have that same thing he's looking at guys like paxton lynch and saying i realize you have all the physical tools and i, and I won't deny that yeah but you have nothing else but i feel like i can coach you to have those no you can't well well and he wasn't coaching no so so, so he's up in the booth so what is hoping. he so what does he know about coaching doesn't seem like much really not much and i think that's the point so he never had to go through that process of being a quarterback in college who got coached to get better coach him up yeah it was all it was all natural talent yeah it was just a guy and 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 i think that's been proven right so i don't think i'm out of bounds here by saying that he's a not a very good evaluator of talent nope i think he's he, he was able to get uh peyton manning yeah. And look at what that returned. That was amazing. And what else? That's it. That's it. That's all. That's it. He scored a home run with Von Miller with the second pick of the draft, but okay. Right. That's it. You pick second. We expect something from the return. He inherited Tim Tebow, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. Uh, you know, he got Peyton Manning. Other than that, that the quarterback position has been a disaster, complete disaster. Yeah, and and has the other draft picks that he's picked. right. Like there's Brock Osweiler and and obviously Lynch and Trevor Simeon and that whole anybody can that, anybody can go research it. the The number of uh, second, third, and fourth round draft picks that are still on the roster today 
right. from when John Elway started to now is is pretty pathetic. Yeah, really so, bad. So something has to change. It looks like it changed last year. Was that Kubiak? I guess we'll find out. But, right. But but things don't. Uh, you know, things are not looking good. No, they are not. And it's going to be, like you said, it's going to be one of the most interesting situations to watch in this offseason. Who's making the calls? We don't know. Yeah. What they're going to do with them. We have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Yeah. This this and, is a team that is not talentless, but they have a lot of holes to fill. And I don't know who's well, responsible for filling those holes. Well, and, and, and the reason I say it's kind of the, one of the more, if not the most interesting uh, teams to watch is because there's expectations here. Well, sure. It's Super Bowl or bust anymore we're not, here. We're all spoiled. It's not Cleveland. No. It's not Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta well, went to the Super Bowl, but I, I don't know how fervent they are about, you know, expecting. No, to it's to the live Super or die here. here. It's religion it's here. Not Tampa Bay. You know, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, this is the, the team on its own has said we expect to contend for a championship every year. Every year. So. Well, we'll see what the Denver Broncos do. We finish up our AFC West recap. We have the Oakland Raiders who keep telling us how smart they are, but we have history to prove otherwise. <laughs> the Raiders go 4-12. and 12. Of course, we know they gave head coach John Gruden all the power in that franchise. He traded away Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper. We are hearing he's not in love with quarterback Derek Carr. I right. think he likes him as a friend, but not really in love with him. I know they have a ton of picks. History's not on their side that they're going to do anything well with those picks. They've had a ton of picks over the past 20 years. They don't have much to show for them. You know what they had to show for them? Khalil Mack, Amari Cooper, (laughs) Derek Carr, and they got rid of all them. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess here's the thing to remember with the Oakland Raiders. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It, well, well, and it might not be in Vegas. I, I have I'm, no I'm idea. reading they're going to spend another year in California. I don't know so, what they're going to do. That so is I don't a, know what they're going to do. That is a mess. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know fun. we're hearing that they're in better shape than we are. I don't <laughs> know if that's true, and that's really bad when you think about that. We'll find out. Yeah, uh, we we'll, will. We'll, find, we'll out. find out this year, and it'll be fun. It, it's it's fun to have. Uh, you know, John Gruden. Oh yeah, uh, patrolling the sidelines. Again sure, and, just mad at everybody and and making fun decisions like shipping players out because you know. And then they go to these other teams and they play so well. Yeah. That's the most disturbing part. If they uh, go to these other teams and they're terrible. Like, great yeah. call, Gruden. What a brilliant. Yeah. They go to these other teams they're and they light stars. it up. Yes. Yeah. They, and then you're they, going. They've gotten these these teams to the playoffs, right? <laughs> Both the Bears and the Cowboys go to the playoffs after big trades from the Oakland Raiders, and I can't yeah. wait to see where Derek Carr ends up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling he might take a team to the playoffs too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Hey, let's move on to Super Bowl Fifty Three. All right, Larry. I'm looking at this game, and because of their history, and because of their experience. I'm struggling for a reason to pick against the Patriots. Yeah. Tom Brady is so good under pressure. Bill Belichick might be one of the greatest coaches ever at game planning in a week-to-week situation. He adjusts. He takes away what you like to do. And then he and Brady just nickel and dime you right down the field. And they just they, they find ways to beat you. They manufacture ways to win. Yeah. Totally agree with you. They, they've, you know, they are the best at, at what they do. Obviously, because yep. they've, they've been able to uh, overcome things 
throughout the season. Yeah, injuries they're, and losses and players they're, leaving they're, and whatever. They're always in the playoffs. Yep. We've discussed, you know, how they get there. So, but, but they've won playoff games. So you can't uh, dispute the fact that when, when they get there, they're good enough to win those playoff games. Right. Uh, I think it catches up to them. I think the Rams win. I like this. I like this. Because if there is a way to beat Brady and the Patriots, the Rams might have it. So you might be onto something. If you get pressure from your interior defensive line right into Brady's knees, that has been a recipe. He doesn't like it if they can hit him. Now, they got to get to him. They got to get to him. Yes. Right? And and I think they will. I, I think there's enough. There, I think there's there's enough talent. The the motivation is obviously there. I just think they're going to make his life miserable. Well, uh, and with those corners, with Aqib Talib, with Marcus Peters, you can play tight man coverage where he doesn't get that quick throw right away, like we saw with Kansas City on those third and tens. He's dropping right. back, hey, quick slant over the middle every single time. Kansas right. City, the Rams aren't going to give him that if they can get that interior pressure. They might be able to keep him off balance. Now they may give up a few big plays they because will. He, he's going to get he's going to hit big on a couple of them. Yep. But if they can do that, they might be right in it. And I'm telling you this right now: run that ball with with Gurley. Yeah. Run that ball with C.J. Anderson. Keep that Patriots offense just off the field. Yeah. I, I if totally, they do, they've got a shot at this thing. Totally agree with you. I it, you know the the offense of McVeigh's I think is going to be dynamic enough. To, to kind of under undermine whatever you know plan Belichick has for them, in most cases that probably wouldn't happen. I think McVay is going to be able to do that, and I think that their defense is stout enough to control the other side of the ball. So uh, that's where I'm going. The thing but, I want to watch: Can the Rams get something from Jared Goff? And and I've seen him be very very good, and I've seen him disappear yeah, at times. Yeah, he he is not. He's had some games where he's been not good. Right, and right? He, he's still so young. He's still so inexperienced. So the, third he's year still player, gro- yeah, he's still learning on the job. He hasn't yeah. figured things out. I know people are talking about he could be an all timer. He could be clutch. He could be all these things. We don't know. We don't know. We're not sure. We don't. Know. I hope he is. Yeah. Well, and I guess what we hope is that you know, for anybody who's not a New England fan is that he just does what he does. Yeah, just go right? out and do what you've done all year. Right. He's just got go a, play. He's got a huge running game behind him. Yep. He's got a defense backing him up. Man, I will say this about Jared Goff. He's got a cannon for an arm. Yeah. You see some of the throws. He will throw, forget a 15-yard out. He'll zip those. He's a 25-yard out, and it's on a frozen rope. Like, yeah, man, yeah. He's, he's got zips a gun. Yeah, yeah. All right, Larry, yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. I'm going to need a Super Bowl score. Okay. For this game. It's it's going to be low. You're going to go low. I, I'm going low. This I like is it. not this is not going to be you know, I like, like this yeah, a lot. Yeah, this, this is, is good cuz I'm going I'm going opposite you. So I I like that you're going the other way. So Okay. I, you're going to go I'm, low scoring game. I'm going 17-10. Holy cow, you're really going low. Yeah. You're going 17-10 in favor of Rams. Los Angeles Rams yeah. win the Super Bowl 53. Yeah. Oh, I struggle with this. That's I and, struggle with this. All right, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go Patriots thirty four, Rams thirty. Oh, and I'm I, hey, okay. I'll be the first to admit I am cheering for yours to go that way. <laughs> I don't want the Patriots to win. There's nothing about me that wants to see the Patriots win another one. I'm so sick of them. Yeah, I just wanted new blood this year. Yeah, 
Forget even being personal with the Patriots. I just yeah. wanted some new blood yeah. this year, and we couldn't get that. We, we, weren't we hoping for Rams, Kansas City? That so was your old, pick in the preseason. The, the Back old, in the fall, you picked Rams, Chiefs in the Super Bowl the 53. Old, old Missouri. Yes, uh, the Missouri yeah. connection here, yeah, Colin. Yeah, yeah. So it was close, but... You uh, were close. That's a good call. Yeah, we, I guess we could have expected the Patriots to be in there in the, in the end, given what we know now. Yeah, so. yeah. They just, they looked so... Just barely above average all season. Yeah. And I know they figured some things out lately, it looks like, but they didn't look that great this year. No. So I'm not uh, – no. like I'm, uh, I understand it, but I'm not going to apologize for it because they they didn't look great this year. There were times – there were times Tom Brady started to look like he might be 40 years old. old. He was old. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For sure. Hey, you know what I'm hoping for in the Super Bowl? I'm hoping that we get a good game. Yeah. Can we just get a tight game that comes down to the finish and, and we get an entertaining game? The NFL playoffs have been fun. I know that the officiating is coming. They have been interesting, yeah. fun, oh, yeah. exciting games. Yeah. Can we just have, again, some more of that in this Super Bowl? And and a great halftime show. Of course. <laughs> what do we what do we have? Imagine Dragons or something? I don't I don't know. I don't even know. I think it's Maroon 5 or something. I, have I no think idea. Uh, uh, George Strait is playing. <laughs> I think you wish George Strait was playing. I don't think that's happening. I, hey, I do wish George, <laughs> maybe George Jones. You know, I know the NFL season is over or about to be over. Like we have, we have this one game and, and then that's it. But Larry, I'm telling you right now, we do still have a number of things we're going to be watching in the off season. We have the draft. We yeah. have free agency. And for whatever yeah. reason, the NFL is in the news. 365 days a year, good and bad. We see it all. So I know you're going to go back out. You're going to go skiing. You're going to do all that silly stuff that you do in the winter. Yeah. Don't think you get to get away from the Daily Dose because you are going to be in demand to come back on the show and talk NFL. Clint, we're coming back. You know I'm coming back. We're going to do this whenever we need to. I, I do have some obligations. Okay. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I've got some, got other I've got some to, places to go and people to, to see and... You know, hills to ski down. Yes, exactly. We're we're gonna <laughs> head to Taos in a couple weeks and Taos and Crested Butte. Oh and, wow! Uh, uh, people don't want to hear about it here, but I had a a fun fifteen hour ride to Sunbird uh, the other day. Where, where's Sunbird? In uh, that that's in Utah. Oh, I thought I was gonna guess Arizona. Sun. <laughs> Sunbird sounds like it would be in, in Arizona. Snowbird. Snow, Sorry, Snowbird. What did I say? Sunbird? Yeah. Snowbird. Snowbird, Snowbird Utah. Yeah, yeah. And did some skiing and snow. How much How much snow did Snowbird Utah have? A 30 inches in one oh, dear God. session. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So um, avalanche, the, the avalanche risk was high. Right. Let's, let's just say that. Hey, everybody be careful. So was there no <laughs> shouting on the hill that day? How did no, they? No, uh, literally, you were skiing on yeah. a hill and you hear this explosion oh, happen no. like right next to you. Like, and, and I'm from Winter Park, right? So that's yeah. my home mountain. Yeah. And you hear them in the distance. You hear explosions. Right. With, they're oh. blasting for avalanches. Okay. This is like right there. Like, like it could be like dynamite 10 feet right away. Next to you. Yeah. <laughs> Just blasting for avalanche stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, then you no. ski over the black, no. the black snow and you, you're like, what's that? And oh, it's like, oh, okay. That's wow. Yeah. So it's fun. And then we go to, 
Uh, we have a home competition at Winter Park. Okay. And then we have a uh, last competition of the of the years at Aspen. So you've got a busy winter. Going. We have a busy schedule, Clint. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just I'm 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 going all sorts of ways. You are. You're being pulled in every single direction <laughs> that possibly could. This whole skiing thing, I'm telling you, I'm I'm not capable. I, this is not a well. I'll stick to the basketball gyms. Hey, I know my way around there. It's it's warm. It's nice, right? Yeah. So that so that's good. I'll uh, I'll keep you informed. Keep me informed, and we're gonna have you back so we can talk some more NFL here very Absolutely. very soon. Yeah, yeah. We got to finish it up. Yeah. Well, you know, we always enjoy your visits. We we get together as often as we can, and we we talk NFL, we talk football, we have a great time. When we do it. I want to thank you so much for stopping by the Daily Dose again and recapping the 2018 season. It's been an interesting season. I'm hoping we get a great Super Bowl this next week. Thanks, Clint. I'm always glad to come back. Uh, You're a great host. It's always fun to do it. Looking forward to the, the next session. So thank you. Hey, it is Friday, and we have made it through another week. Thank you so much to Larry for stopping by and spending some time discussing the NFL. We do always enjoy your visits. Hey, thank you to all of you for listening to The Daily Dose every day. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for sharing the show. We appreciate that so much. Make sure you stop by tpublic.com and pick up some Daily Dose gear. Have to say thank you to JSP. Could not do any of this without you. We will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Enjoy Super Bowl 53.